family welcome to my ig live q a hope y'all are doing well for those who join me for the very first time my name is joshua Ezzy, and my goal is to help you make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for god's optimal use and i pray that as you um engage this content with me that you learn something if you're joining me live i hope that it helps you with anything that you're struggling with and I look forward to serving you all. And if you've been, uh, or not subscribers on YouTube, but if you've um, been following me on Instagram, I hope you've been enjoying the content. And for those who are watching me on YouTube right now, thank you all so much for watching, man. I just got off uh, live with you all. We had a great live Q&A over there. And so if you're watching this right now, make sure you subscribe on my YouTube channel. Make sure you hit the bell so you can be a part of my live Q&As on there. Or if you like the Instagram vibe, man, go ahead and subscribe over. No, go ahead and follow me over here. And I look forward to serving. But as, as everyone is coming in, just want to say thank you all so much. Uh, for y'all support, all that good stuff. As y'all see, I did I just, what's up, Andrew? What's up, family? What y'all just noticed is, and y'all probably see on my post that I'm doing one-on-one -on -one coaching again. What's up? Uh, I ain't gonna say your nickname, fam, but I just waved at you. Good to see you, show. But if you, uh, uh, for those who don't know, one-on-one um, -on -one coaching next six weeks, man, if you want a one-on-one -on -one coach with me, um, go to my website, imunplugged.com. Uh, search under the uh, custom coaching tab and let me know your budget. I'd love to help you. And so I posted on Instagram today. Um, and also check out my website for books, card games, all that good stuff. But I'm waiting for the first question. Anyone have any questions? I'm here to serve you all today. I'm just going to wave. Today was a good day, man. Man, today was a very good day, man. I'm getting a lot of rest. I'm not in work right now, so that's good. Been resting, man. Made me some bomb salmon today. Coach was Chef Chef Ezzy today. Chef Boy R. Ezzy. That's what I was today, man. Had me some um, some quinoa, some um, some salmon, all that good stuff. My brother Drew, what's up, fam? That's so all it was good, man. I'm getting back on that health tip, man. Getting back on that health tip, man. Eating good. What's going on, Christina? Did I miss anyone's question? I didn't want to keep talking to y'all over the other way. Coach, I didn't ask you questions. Unplug is amazing. Thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Hey, hey, hey. I'm waving, waving everybody. I can't, can't be disrespectful. Yep, so come on in. Go ahead and get your question. You can join me live face to face. Um, if you if you don't mind showing your face, you can you can come in my live, request to join. I'll bring you on, or you can submit your question in, and I'll and I'll serve you all. Uh, but one thing that I guess I could share until someone asks a question is that uh, I've been really pondering on the idea of marathons, and I and, and it's kind of uh, bothersome on how many people are training. Um, as sprinters when everything else is a marathon race you see what i'm saying and so oftentimes we train for life as if it's an a to b type of thing versus an a to z we focus so much on the a and the b that we forget that life is a to z um and and, and there's a lot of miles in between and so that's what i want to share with you all to make sure that you all are not uh um training for these different things like marriage ministry business except entrepreneurial endeavors as if it's a sprint when that thing is nothing but a marathon. But I got someone who wants to join me live. Andrew, I'm about to bring you in. Let me see what you got for me today, boss. I'm going to keep waving to all the people. How's it What's going? What's up, family? What's up, boss? How you doing, sir? All's well, my brother. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'll, honestly, I, I have you on YouTube, so I was just like on there for like a split second, and then I, yeah. I, I heard you were coming over here, so I was like... And I'm not even on social media, so yeah. I just, like, downloaded it back real quick, to be honest. Ain't no um, wrong with that, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But uh, always been good on my end. Um, I, you know, I, I put I put those C a lot. Uh, what, has it been, like, a month or two? God. Yeah, been about three, yeah, about three, four weeks, bro. Uh, but uh, I put away those uh, those theology books, and honestly, it's, it's works it, it's worked some wonders for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to tell you, bro. It really has, because I, I've really been... 
I've been getting in the word and just like just trying to really, you know, just really try to, you know, <clears throat> chew on, chew on what I feel like the Lord, like just yeah. whatever I open up or, yeah. or maybe there's like certain scriptures I have on my heart and uh, I just want to go through and read and I'll, I'll go back and just kind of get a, like, a refresher, but then kind of let that just really download. Um, but it's like, God has just been moving. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously I don't think no one's ever going to be perfect. No. But, and if we were, then we wouldn't need Jesus in the first That's place. Real. That's but, real. But since, but since, but, but since, since, since I'm an imperfect person, right. But I, I feel like people will use that as an excuse to not let God's glory flow through their life. They'll say, that's Oh, I'm, I'm imperfect, but no, 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 no. Yeah. You're imperfect. But guess what? That's, that's, that's what God, that's God, that's what God, when God can do something. That's right. That's right. Because if you, if you have a religious mindset and thinking, Oh, I got it all figured out or I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm, you know, you think, you know, right. Cause I, I, you know, I, I, I love like John Maxwell stuff and I've been reading like his book, um, uh, what is it? The leader's greatest return, like through my church. Yeah. And, uh, and something he, he says is that, you know, like he, like if nobody knows who John Maxwell is on here, like he's like a leader, you know, uh, he's like a, he specializes in like leadership development and like, that's mm -hmm. all he's like, he writes, that's what he, he's all about leadership and helping other people and like giving advice in that area. That's always what he's like a pro at that. But he's like, he says he, there was something he said in that book. It's like when he, when he thinks he's, he's learned, um, you know, one, you know, when he thinks when he thinks he's reached a certain point, there's so much more he hasn't learned. So much he more has to go after. <clears throat> that's like, I feel like that's something that's been on my heart a lot lately. To be honest, yeah. it's just that it's like okay, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm gonna there's all I'm, until the day I die, I'm always gonna be learning. There's always gonna that's be right. something I can more understand on, and like in my and where I've been in my life. And, uh, you know, obviously I don't think I want to go too deep because I don't know like everybody out here or anything, but I'll, I'll be okay. real. Like I'm, I'm real. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't shy away from stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's good to be smart and, you know, but, uh, you know, I just feel like, you know, just, you know, I feel like I've just been trying to understand who Jesus is more, you know, in my, in yeah. my life. And I feel like we're always going to be understanding more. We're always going to be learning more, you know, being a different you know place with God or God's always going to be teaching He'd be teaching us something different i feel like till the day we die yeah you know there's always going to be these different lessons or these different things god speaking to us on um but i've just really i've just been like you know i've, I've just kind of had to go back i feel like i've had to go back down to the fundamentals and just like who is who who is jesus and there's a book i'm reading right now like but it's not a theology i'm trying to be in the word more yeah and i, I can tell when I, when I, like, I can just tell when I'm reading all these other books. And I know I sent you, like, like the, a very long message. I'm sorry. I know that was super long. Good, bro. But, That's uh, fine. That's fine. But, uh, like, how, however long. I think it was, like, a month ago. But, um, um, no, I feel like it's just having this, you know, because constantly, like, there's just, like, there's just, like, this the student in me that constantly wants to learn. And so it's, like, yeah. I'm trying to pull from all these different people. But it's, like, you got to make sure you have the word of God and let that, you know, uh, let that just fulfill you in your heart and have that. But I don't think there's any, I think, you know, there's other resources out there and God can use that too. But the thing is, it's like, um, we got to be careful because I feel like we can make, let that, I've let that become an idol at times <clears throat> in my life. Yeah. I know what you, you know. Mean. And, um, but that's just kind of, you know, where I am. And it's like, i almost feel like it, it's, it's, and I've learned, like, I feel like it's like a dangerous mindset to have, like when you're like, okay, you know, cause obviously God wants us to get to get out and move. And so we can't be, we can't be thinking like, oh, I, I got to keep just understanding God more and then not get out and move. You're always going to be understanding God more. Yeah. So when God wants you to go out and when he wants you to speak to his people, go out and speak to his people. You're always going to keep learning. That's you, know, you can't, you can keep yourself trapped. 
that's where the enemy the enemy wants to keep you trapped. So I'm just learning a lot of stuff. But um, it's a good place, man. It's a good place to learn. It's a good place to be where it's just you and the ultimate teacher. Because man, that yeah. was the foundation that really sparked my my ministry, that really sparked me getting into where I'm at today. And it's keeping me, uh, my fire ablaze. It's knowing that I have the undivided attention of the God of the universe, his undivided attention. That's the beauty of his sovereignty. He can be undividedly attentive to you and to me simultaneously without distraction. And if I have that person, the creator of everything, fully in my sphere and wants to be attentive to me then then everybody else kind of wanes and i think for me i think that's what kind of makes people i don't know um intimidated by me is that i don't need nobody i yes, need sir. nobody Ooh, come on and so when because when, it's hard to be impressed by people when you are constantly in awe of god when you know when you got the god of the universe everybody else is like trash no offense what they do is impressive but i'm not easily impressed that's impressive, but bro, I don't saw God. I don't. I don't. I yes, know sir. God personally, like, and that's what keeps us from having to brown nose. It it warrant it uh, keeps us from falling into idolatry, and it calls us to be in a place where we live unattached from here, because it's best to know God's voice because that author can't help you when you in your personal time of trouble. I won't be available. Other people won't be available. But when you know God, then your faith will never wane. Because you know he's still the same. And and I think that's why I challenge people to put the books away, uh, not, not to be so aggressively theologically seeking as far as information, but they, they get in a place where they get to know the one who wrote the book uh, because he's writing the book in us. He already finished okay. that word. Right now, I want him to finish my, my epistle so that when people read my life, they know this man walked with God, man. And I think that's amazing, man, that you that you felt those those results. Um, and now then God may give you liberty to read other books. And that's fine. But I yes, think sir. we have to. The fundamentals are essential. It's pointless to be good at crossing over. It's, it's pointless to be good with the handle, but you can't finish a layup. It's pointless oh, to yeah. have all these great abilities, but you lack the fundamentals. I mean, Tim Duncan was a five time world champion and they called him Mr. Fundamental. Most of the people who are champions were people who were skilled at their fundamentals. Mm. And so I think the more <clears throat> we uh, uh, work on our fundamentals, the more fun we'll have. Like, I, I, th there's a difference in different types of fun. Like, I, like, wasting time and spending time with people and going out, that stuff is the world's fun. But what's fun with me is enjoying the things I love about life in peace and actually being prepared to be able to handle these positions. That's fun. Being a husband's fun. You know what I'm saying? It's peaceful. It's, it's, it's being a father one day. That's going to be fun because I trust that my fundamentals are sound. It don't matter right. what, if it's the game seven of the playoffs. If I know I'm the most fundamentally sound and skilled player in here, my team has a chance. That's so good. You know, and that honestly, if I can say something to that, like, yeah, yeah. I've heard something like Kobe said, like, you know, obviously I, I, I love Kobe. It's, it's I terrible. love Kobe too, man. And, but there's something he said, and it's like, um, you know, it's like people would always, there was somebody, people would ask him like, you know, like, you know, how can you take the last second shot and just like it not be a phase yep. you or whatever. And yep. he was like, he was like, I've taken, I, I, I've shot that shot so many times in practice. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just like, a, it's just like another shot. Just it's another just like shot. A, it's just another shot. Like that, that's all it is. And um, so I think that that really kind of applies to life in a way. It's like when, when you're really, when you're really trying to live it, when you're already like getting it in your private life. 
it's yeah. like it it should it should it shouldn't be it shouldn't be something like it should it should it should translate over easy because it I feel like I feel like I feel like it should and um I just really try to I really just try to be attentive to the Holy Spirit and I really just try to just really try to you know let the Lord lead me and I'll have like and you know I and I just think it's crazy because I feel like I've heard somebody say this and it's like I I want to hear what, like maybe what you have to say about this but mm -hmm. like you know sometimes like we don't need to reach for things sometimes we need to like 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 push our like like just let god lead and sit back and then you know not try to reach for something because mm -hmm. that that just sucks the energy like what would you have to say on that yeah man like one thing i've learned in my juncture in my life bro i i'm i'm slow i'm i follow god's pace i'm not in a rush right like when you pursue god things pursue you i, I, I i'm a living witness the job that I have right now found me. Um, my wife, even though I found her, but she came into my box. So everything that was meant for me came to me. I tell men when it comes to dating or your wife is that a hunter doesn't go chasing deer. A hunter finds a place in the woods, camouflages himself in his environment, stays steady, and the deer comes into his proximity. When you begin to be steady in God and you trust God and you know his capabilities and you are resting in his reliability, then you don't, you don't burn your energy. You don't burn your oil going after spoils. Like you don't because those things come finding you. I want the stuff chasing me to burn the energy. I want the yeah. stuff chasing me coming to me talking about I'm tired. I'm finally glad I found you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to be yeah. the one chasing those things because one thing I learned, the more you chase a thing, the longer you have to chase because now that thing's going to start running more. But when stuff come find you, man, I've learned, bro, God is very good at his responsibility. Your wife, everything in life, for those ladies who's watching, your husband, everything that you want in life will come find you once you find your place in God's kingdom. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added. Seeking first his kingdom is waking up every day and say, hey, sir, I'm here to serve. Where in the, where in your kingdom do you want me to thrive? Where in your kingdom do you want me to steward? The reason why you got to seek first is kingdom is so that you can learn stewardship. Nobody mm. in a kingdom is idle. Everybody has a part in the kingdom. And when you seek first his kingdom, you're saying, God, I'm here to seek first what you want me to do. And in doing what God wants you to do, you learn stewardship. You learn management skills. You learn people skills. You learn yourself. And then when you seek in his, all of his righteousness, you're not only just resting in the fact that Jesus' righteousness was imputed on you, that's great. But that imputation of Jesus' righteousness, for those who listen, that means that when uh, Jesus died on the cross, he took our sins and gave us his righteousness. So when the Father looks at us, we are in right standing with him. We are sealed at his, as a son and daughter. But that's not where it starts. stops. It starts there. That righteousness that Jesus put on me should inspire me to live righteously. And when I seek first his kingdom, I'm learning stewardship. When I'm seeking first his righteousness, I'm learning about his character and how to be like him. And then when stuff is added to me, that means I'm mature enough, I'm smart enough, I'm, I'm genuine enough to be able to manage the stuff that comes my way. And I think we're pursuing the wrong things. We're, we, we are pursuing the stuff we want added versus the one that, that, that added us to his kingdom. And I think we miss it. And one thing that I love about God, man, my blessings chase me when I'm walking with God. I don't chase God. I'm not over there just running. Like, I'm, I'm walking with him. And the more you yeah. fellowship with him, the more you look up and you realize, 
what's that noise behind me? You start hearing the foots, the footings of the things that God has for you. I want them to waste their energy while I conserve my energy. Y'all come chase me while I walk with God, but I'm not about to leave God to go chase those things. And I think the more we reach for these different things, we begin to start uh, walking away from God and then find ourselves like the uh, prodigal son, empty handed and eating from pig's pens. Hmm. So man, that's why that's I don't it. chase anything, bro. There's nothing to chase. I just follow, I, I fulfill my race, I run my race, I follow God. And those things come looking for me. When yes, God sir. brought my wife to my Bible study and now we're married, I'm like, God, you brought her to me. And then and then all the different, the house that I'm in, the, the job that I have, every step of my way, when I found rest in him, things literally found me. And boy, you have to build that trust knowing that God is very reliable and that he's able yes. to uh, uh, um, exceedingly bless us exceedingly abundantly above all we can ever ask or think. But when we start thinking that we can bless ourselves, then we settle for less than God's best. Yeah, that's really good. But do you think there was like a moment like like with your wife? Do you think there was like a moment where you're like, this is the one or did, did it like it was it like a, was it like a series of like meetups a, and then, a, then eventually <clears> like it, it kind of clicked? For me, when, when I first saw her, I knew there was something special about her, but I couldn't quite define it. And I've already messed up in my life previously with another girl by saying this was the one. So I learned from that situation not to immediately declare someone the one because I feel something different about her. But one thing that I did notice, there was a series of events that really brought confirmation and said, yo, this is it. And it wasn't like God was like, open up the heavens and was like, this is the one. It was like a dove that came down and rested on my shoulder. But it was more about um, God through his sovereignty revealing in pieces, the pieces that I was able to chew the pieces I was able to handle, that this is revealing itself more and more that she's the one for me, despite other things or any type of interferences, right? And so it was a series of things, even though I, when I first met her, it was something special about her, but I was on guard not just declaring this is the one for me, because imagine me declaring she was the okay. one, immediately it would have caused unnecessary pressure on her. And so sometimes, it, no matter what God says to you all, put it on the shelf. Don't share with nobody else. Because the more you start sharing with someone else, it may run off the very thing that God brought to you. Hmm. So, so that was that was that was the answer to that question, fam. Yes, sir. I didn't know if anybody like needed that too, but I, I kind of wanted to hear that just because you yeah. know. That's but, real, uh, man. I mean, you yes, let sir. God do what he does best, and whatever he shares with you is best to put on the shelf and let him reveal to you publicly or reveal to you over time that he was, that was him. Because if we make it a habit of always telling what we think God is saying, then when we say something that God never said, because God is only responsible to endorse what he has spoken. Mm. So we can't, we can't miss, we can't mess with that. And many people are in relations with people that they thought was the one and then realize this wasn't the one from God. And now they're begging God to fix it. And it's like, God can fix it. But at the end of the day, that man or woman has free will. That man or woman can be like, I don't got to listen to you and your guy. And now you're stuck with unnecessary consequences because you thought it was the one. You can't think in this life. You got to know. You can't. You don't got time to just be thinking someone the one or thinking this is it for you. You got to know mm -hmm. without a shadow of a doubt. And when you understand the value of time, the value of emotions, the value of energy, the value of peace, then you take necessary precautions to say, you know what? I'm not just going to rush this thing. I'm going to run it by God. And if God doesn't give me a clearance, we're not going anywhere until I hear from him. And when we make that a practice, then we save more time. It's better for you to wait. I tell people that the pains 
that you feel in waiting is less than the pains you will feel in regretting. Mm, that's really good. The oh pain of waiting will never be greater than the pain of regretting. Those who regret suffer more pains than those who have to wait. So it's better to wait three more years for the one to have 30 plus years of, of marriage than to settle for someone that's not the one and then you waste 20 years of regretting your decision or y'all divorce and all that kind of stuff and then you regret because I'm telling you God's timing is the best time so that's the best advice I can give with that the pains of waiting would never be greater or worse than the pains of regretting that's really good and obviously I want to honor the time because I'm sure there's other people on here that want to ask questions uh, but can I maybe throw one one more down at you at least? Because yeah, yeah, one uh, more. I want to be, be respectful. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I want to, I want to stay on this slow. Because I'm sure I feel like maybe this. I'm, I try to be yeah. attentive. Like I feel like in these talks, I, I know you for sure are trying to be attentive to the Holy Spirit, especially when you're talking. I know you do. I feel it in my heart. Like I God know. It's the glory, brother. I know. Like and um, but uh, like I've heard somebody say, like you just have to be very careful in picking, choosing whoever, like you, you believe, like your your future spouse will be or whatever, like. Yeah. Obviously, I think it, it's got to be trial and error because you can't just go like, "Oh, look, I just oh, I like that person. That's the one." Like you know, yeah. you get it has to be has to, it has to be trial and error, and it's kind of dumb if you don't like test it out. That's why dating, it's, there's something called dating, you know, right? And I mean, but I feel like um, what I, I heard somebody else like I was watching this video earlier, and they were like talking about you know, it's like they can have like the same like interests as you and all that and all that's yeah. great, but if it doesn't <clears> come down to like values and y'all don't share the same values. You don't need to be with that person. No. You know? There's a lot of people you're going to be compatible with. Uh, There's a lot of compatibility out there because the world is massive. There's a lot of people here, right? But 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 in the midst of compatibility, it has to be a unique compliment. Like, she was made for me. I was made for her. Period. There was no, ah, whatever. It was, she's made. It was interesting. When I first met my wife, I didn't know that I would be in the field of study that I'm in right now. My wife, when I met her, was in graduate school uh, for education. She was getting her master's in English and, and um, education, right? At that time, I thought I was just going to be doing only adult ministry. I thought I was going to be doing young adult ministry. I just thought that I was going to do just that, right? I wasn't aware that I was going to be in a high school, middle school, or working in elementary school. I didn't know that. That part of my life wasn't even there. I didn't think that I was going to be doing children's books. I didn't think that I was going to be counseling kids. That wasn't even in my mind because I thought I was going to do young adult ministry only. Now, I do that still like I'm doing right now, but I, the kid component wasn't even there. So you mean to tell me God knew before I knew how she would support me? And now we're about to build this empire together of, of card games and books and stuff for the school system and stuff like that. But but imagine me being discouraged by her because she didn't match what I thought I was at that time. But because of God's grace and mercy, we both evolved to the point where now we're like, wow, we you really compliment what I do and I compliment what you do and we compliment the will of God together. But but many of us, we're so impatient, we don't even know ourselves enough. And so I think that it's very important that we don't get so caught up on compatibility or Christian compatibility. Like, oh, we go like you being unequally yoked, even with a believer is bad because imagine a mature believer marrying a babe in Christ. That ain't going to work. Right. Like you need to marry somebody ready for war. You don't want to marry somebody that's just uh, 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 emotionally poor, spiritually poor. You want to marry someone that's ready for war, who know how to pray, who, who know God 
who 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 understands generosity and giving and like these are these are major things because if you marry someone that doesn't agree on the basics right and they're a babe in Christ and they're still mixing and mingling with different compromises then what's the point and so that's why we have to let God do I did on on, on YouTube I talked about how God's the best dating app <laughs> I was like God's the best dating app heaven uh, uh made in heaven uh, com that, that's the dating app for God. Madeinheaven.com, yeah. right? <clears throat> like, because if you try to make it happen yourself, you'll, you'll waste time and energy. It's just best to trust God because you're going to meet a lot of good people. Exactly. There's always good, compatible people. There's only one God person for you. And, and I think we, we have to trust that God is very good at matchmaking. I believe it. I believe it. Because honestly, I feel like all... like. Tinder, and I know there's a lot of people on here probably like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to be like 20, so I'm sure there's a bunch of people on here maybe the same age a little bit. Yeah. And let me tell you what, like, and they, they can, I know, like, they can, like, I, I, they can probably affirm with me on the comments on this. Like, yeah. Tinder, it, like, it's not, it's not, it's most of the time it's nothing <clears> good. <throat> and it's people looking for the wrong things. They're not, that's you right. know, and it's that, that's most of it. And, um, yeah. And so it's just like, you know, and some people have, hey, there's like those those few that actually have found like those people on Tinder. Yeah. Like there's those few people, like they have found those people. And, um, but I mean, it's just like, it's really just, um, I feel like, you, though, you know, like God like lets you know, like I feel like, you know. I feel like he lets you know, like, and, um, but I, I, you know, I just, I, I just, I just really try to trust God with with stuff and like I won't even like put thoughts as much as much to something because I'm just like Lord I just lay this in your hands that's right and I, I know like you you touched on like and I, I do want to go here because I want to really do want to honor um oh, appreciate but it, I, I I really do like I really do and I, I, I want to but uh uh but I know like you, you touched on like uh like when I was on your live last time you know you just kind of talked about like one of you said like one of the biggest problems like um people face is feeling loved and accepted and yeah. it's like and it's like when you're when you're when you're so when you're in the, such the you know of, of just living in the world, you know, uh, it's like yeah, of of course, you know. And it's like you know, everyone's going after all. I was talking to somebody earlier about this today. When you're going, which is so awesome, but when yeah. you're going after people, like and every there'll be people will just keep going after all these different people, try to pull from all these people, and just try to find this love and acceptance from from all these different people when there's already one who's already loved. He's already loved and accepted you, and he's just waiting for you to come home. That's it. And he's waiting. He, there's already one. There's already one. We're going. People are going to all these different types of people. I feel like, and it's like there's, when there's already the there's already the one that matters, That's Jesus, right. who That's already who already gave himself up, and he's ready to, for you to say, "Hey, I'm here. I love you." What uh, I just I just love that, and you know what, um, you know, because he is love, right? For God so That's loved right. the world, he gave his one and only Son. Whoever believes, whoever. That to whoever so believes in him will have, will not perish but have eternal life. Um, whoever God God's looking for the whoever. He's not it's right. not the whatever. It's the whoever. That's it doesn't real, matter. Brother. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, what ethnicity you are. It doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter what your circumstance. God isn't looking for the whatever. He's looking for the whoever. That's real. He's looking for the one that's that's ready that's ready to go. Like Lord, I want to follow you. And I feel like it takes a mature person to go like Lord, I don't understand it, but God, I'm gonna trust you. I don't know why that's these right. things have happened to me. I don't know why I've had to go through these certain things in my life, but Lord, I'm going to believe that you're working all together for, for, for my good and for your glory. That's right. Because all things work together for those who love him are called according to his purpose. And there was, there was, what, there was, okay, so I, I can't, I, I remember the verse, but what, what's uh, Romans 5, 8? I forget the verse. Do you know Romans 5, 8 off the top of your head? 
Man, um, I'll scramble, bro. Something um uh I forget. I was just reading that one earlier, but that verse was just really touching on my heart. Um gosh, I can't get it I can't get it on top it's of my okay, head. Bro. But I just okay. read it. I knew it was Romans five eight, but but uh maybe I can just put it in the comments or something. I don't know. That'd be good, but yeah. I, I, I want to respect this, though. I want to re like other people to have their turn. I'm not trying to be the... <laughs> you good, bro. But I appreciate you coming on, my brother. It's always good talking to you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll, I'll be around. So. All right, boss. I'll see you, fam. I appreciate you, sir. Oh, yeah, God bro. Bless. Appreciate you, man. God appreciate bless you. you, man. Have a good one. You too, Bye. bro. Now, let me see. That was good, my brother. Good talking to you, family. Thank you for that good conversation. I think it's going to bless a lot of people. I got another Captain Andre Howe. I'm going to bring him in. And I'm also going to get to y'all's question that I just posted in here as well. I'm, I got to scroll up. What's up, family? How you doing? I think you, can you hear me? I think we lost him. I don't know how to, uh. So I guess we lost. Let me see. I don't know how to uh, close it out. All right. Maybe they'll come back in. All right. Anybody else want to join me face to face before I get into the questions in the chat? You can request to come in. If anybody want to talk to me face to face, I can come in onto the live. And then I'm going to answer some of the questions that was that was uh, submitted into the... Uh, the chat here. Anybody else want to join me live? Let me see if anybody in there. Okay. Nobody, nobody's in there. All right. Uh, Geneva, Javina, I hope you're still here, but if not, no worries. She says, advice to someone who feels like they missed their calling. Uh, you, no one can really miss their calling um, because one thing I love about God is that time can be redeemed if you allow your mind to be renewed. Time can be redeemed if you allow your mind to be renewed. Meaning this, that uh, there's people who started their callings at 60, 60 years old, 50 years old. And what I mean by one of the greatest inventors of all time, the Colonel, 11 herbs and spices. He didn't find that, he didn't find the, the formula to 11 herbs and spices, he was six some years old. Kentucky Fried Chicken wasn't even started until he, was, until he was older. So what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that's calling, but you know what I mean, is that it, never beat yourself up on what you miss because even your mistakes is part of God's will. What I mean by that, you can't mess up the omniscient one. God knows you, he could be utilizing that opportunity that you missed, quote unquote, your calling as an opportunity, um, as a beacon of light, as a uh, as a speaker uh, um, that, that will have a stronger fervency because it's better to to start now and to pursue your calling and to, uh, to, then to fill in the feelings of, frustration and being mad at yourself because if you allow God to renew your mind, he can redeem the time. God cannot redeem the time. God can only redeem the time at the level of your renewed mind because of his integrity. God can't, re can't uh, redeem your time and put you in positions of prominence and success and thriving in your calling if your mind is not re renewed to the level of managing that calling. So all I advise you to do right now is to say, okay, uh, count your losses. Uh, you win or you learn. You don't win and lose. So what you do is, okay, God, I'm here to answer the call now. And God, what do you have me to do right now and go from there? But don't beat yourself up about that. 
God opened, I got a question here. God opened my eyes to the evil and wickedness that lays within pornography and sexual sin. But I feel like I can't stop. Oh, man, I hate when it does this. I can't read the whole question. Oh, uh, God opened my eyes to the evil and wickedness that lays within pornography and sexual sin. But I feel like I can't stop. How can I change? Great question, family. Well, um, the, the Bible talks about sexual sin as the only form of sin that hurts the body. It's the only one that affects us uh, more so because of the layers of sex, right? God invented sex. God created sex multi-layered. That sexual interactions affects you physically. It affects you mentally. It affects you emotionally. And it affects you spiritually. So if the act of sex is multi-layered, the devil wants to advertise the physical enjoyment of it, but never talks about the ramifications and the damage that occurs mentally, emotionally, uh, and, and uh, uh, spiritually, and eventually physically, right? And so the reason why many people are unable to unplug or unwind or become set free from the issue is, is they're trying to treat the symptom, but not the source. Pornography is not the issue. Sexual sin is not the real issue. The root issue could be something else. The root issue for me was abandonment. The root issue with me was idolatry, right? So when you begin to investigate through the leadership of the Holy Spirit, the root issue to your sexual addiction, then you will begin to find yourself uh, um, um, healing in the process. Because um, if we only treat the symptom, it'll sprout up five months from now. It'll sprout up five weeks from now. It'll sprout up in a form of pride where you're uh, egotistically express, expressing that you overcome this enemy called uh, pornography or lust, right? So it's difficult to unplug or unwind or be set free from a thing when it keeps sprouting up because you never dealt with the root of that thing. So what I would say to you is, is what is the root issue? What is the root issue? Was it abandonment? Was it rejection? Was it abuse? Was it molestation? What, what, what were some of the experiences that you had? Uh, poor friends that introduced you to it? What were those different things? And the Holy Spirit will take you to the bottom floor. You got to get on the elevator with the Holy Spirit and go down to the basement of your soul. And he'll show you what, what happened in that area of your life that is the root reason to it. Many of us, many people in ministries and people, whatever, they always talk about the symptoms, but never talk about the source issue. So you change from within, but you got to go deep within and, and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you into confession of sins, to lead you into the forgiveness of other people. So that the, the root demon, see the root demon is not, the main demon is not the pornography demon. The root demon is not the lust demon. The root demon is death. The root demon is whatever root issue, the dominant demon, the dominant oppressive spirit is the main uh, 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 one that caused a greater wound. See, these little demons like that, they follow the, the wounding demons. These are wounding demons. Wounding demons are demons of rejection, uh, spirits of rejection, spirits of abuse. Those are the big dogs. Those are the ones that cause the deep wounds right and they usually uh, since demons don't fight fair they usually hit you when you are too young mentally to be able to comprehend and process what happened to you so that's why they said some children felt rejection in the womb or um, the more that a child feels rejection, the more that a child is abused, the more susceptible and the more open they are to bigger and broader demonic uh, uh, onslaughts that then leads them to addictions that keeps that root demon to bring in the big dog demon, which is the spirit of death. Death. The devil's ultimate objective is to steal, kill, but what's the bigger one? Destroy. Destruction is complete chaos. 
Because if he if he if he kills me, not necessarily kill me, but kill my dreams, kill my hopes, kill my joy, this is how the devil does. He steals your time, he steals your innocence, and then he kills your hope. They kill their your joy, they kill your trust, and then they destroy the lineages connected to you. Now you start passing down through the, through the lineages of your life, pornography, sexual sin, stuff like that, because demons are territorial. They want your son, 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 sons to have your same issue. They want your daughters, 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 daughters to have your same issue. And so if we keep treat, treating these symptomatic issues but never treat the source issue, then we'll never have free from sexual sin. But then when you begin to realize the depths of the woundings that sexual sin causes, then it puts you in an alarming because then you'll be able to say sex is as dangerous as nuclear, as a uh, um, uh, 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 nuclear, whatever reactors, like a nuclear bomb. It's like, it's like a lion that's uncaged. Like sex is so that powerful because what does it do? It produces life. <laughs> Something that powerful shouldn't be played with. And also when it comes to satisfying yourself and, and pornography and masturbation, people understand that that stuff have uh, long lasting effects on love. Now all of a sudden, now your wife has to compete. No, no woman can compete with, the, with a man's hand. No woman can compete with, with, uh, with, with uh, the, the handstands that these girls on these pornography shows, on these porn videos do. A wife can't compete with that. Nor can a man's penis come, oh, I got kids watching this. Nor can a man compete with a woman's vibrator. You see what I'm saying? So, so these these on-demand pleasures, when we have on-demand pleasure, the enemy knows that people in their natural state cannot compete with that. And if your body becomes wired by and your body becomes addicted to the quickness, the pleasureness of, of a machine-made experience, then when a human comes along and cannot compete with that, then it affects the marriage. So the issue is not just, oh, I got to get rid of the symptom thing. I got to see the severity of that thing, and I got to find the source of that thing, and I got to allow the Holy Spirit to set me free from it, from abuse, forgiveness, unforgiveness, all that kind of stuff, so that I can really see clearly now and why I should stay away from those different things. I said a lot there, but I pray it blesses you. Anybody else want to join me live or got a question live, or I got to go pretty soon? Great question, fam. Let me scroll up to the question I missed from those who typed it in. Unless somebody wants to join me in video or they want to join um, uh, or ask a question there. Let me see. I got time. Maybe two more and I'm out the way. Got to go. Oh, we got one. All right. C Captain, what happened? What happened, Captain? I thought you were joining me live. Hey, Captain, see if you can join me back in if you want to come in. See if you want to. There you go. Oh, Alvaro, beat you to it. <laughs> but Captain, let me get a, get in the queue so I can, we can talk face-to-face. -face. But thank y'all for joining my live. Hope y'all are getting something out of it. What's up, family? How you doing, my brother? What's Good, up, how boss? You? How you feeling? Man, all's Good well, God. family. All's well. Hey, uh, thank you for having me in. Instagram. Oh, yeah, man. Welcome, my brother. I was, uh, I'm taking my dog for a while. It's a beautiful day. So I live in Oregon. I'm in Salem, Oregon. So and um, I just want to come and say yeah. I want to say I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. Um, you you surely don't know who I am, but back in I'll say 2017, 
um, I was going through a really hard, I say really hard time. You know, I was yeah. baptized. I knew, I knew God. You know, I knew about Him, but I didn't. At the time, I didn't go too deep. You know, I just knew. I came. I come from a Catholic background. Gotcha. So, gotcha. And just want to say thank you, man. Um, a lot of your lives, a lot of the classes that you were teaching at the time, helped out a lot. So, you know, I want to say thank man, you. God I bought some of your glory, books man. too. I bought some of your books, and uh, it did help. You know, uh, I went to a dark time, and and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, man, you you my phone is my about brother. to die. Hey, my phone is about to die. So if I if I if it cuts out, yeah, at least I said it. Thank you. Uh, but that's all I want to say, man. You're welcome, bro. Thank you for what you're doing, and and I appreciate the things you're doing out there, man. You're welcome, bro. God gets the glory, man. It's good to put a face to a name, man. Thank you for following and supporting, bro. I appreciate you, man. Hey, thank you. It's kind of cutting off, so if it cuts right. off, um, honest, yeah. But let me see. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, bro. I think we lost our brother, man, but I appreciate that, man. It's an honor to serve you all. It's an honor to do what I do. And this is the part of life that 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 is rewarding, is knowing that uh, you reach people. And, and so, man, I'm so glad uh, that you guys, uh, that gets you kind of emotional sometimes, man. It's an honor, man. God is good, man. It's an honor to serve you all. Captain, hey, bro, you want to come back in? Want to come? Well, you, well. Right, Captain says, and it's my last one. I got to go, y'all. I love y'all. Y'all know that, but I got to go. Uh, how can I tell if an ex-girlfriend was brought back in my life by God or not? Hmm, great question. Well, uh, to know what's of God, you got to know God. Um, there's, there's the, the Holy Spirit is not the author. God is not the author of confusion. He's the author of clarity. <clears throat> and so that's the metric that I, I base everything off of. And, and it's important for you to be very... Uh, I can tell you that it, it may be the wrong time. Um, if you know that you're not, you haven't completely healed from the situation. If you know you're not ready to make deals with this situation, when you know that um, you still got struggles, you still got issues, it might not be the right time. Uh, but it, the best way I can tell you and advise you is to make sure um, you know God to a place to where you have uh, made it a, 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 a soul decision, a, a personal decision to let him lead you. Because Right now, God can let you know the answer, um, and He'll let you know. Uh, man, that's 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 a God that's a God thing because I don't know I don't know the nuance I don't know everything that's in your situation I don't know if you're healed I don't know where you are in life I don't know where she's at in her life but all I would advise you to do right now is say Holy Spirit before if she's in your life right now what I would do is say Hey cool because what's gonna happen is feelings start opening up. That's why it's important to heal before you deal. Many people are making deals, but they're not healed. And when you're not healed, your emotions fly. And then you start, uh, do you remember the times? I'm going to Michael Jackson, start playing. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember the time when we fell in love? Do you remember? And you start remembering. Yeah? And then it starts kindling different emotions. And then now you done lost all track of seeking God and even talk to him. And so what I would do is say, take two weeks off from that individual. Say, hey, what we have might have been good, but I got to make sure that you're God. Because she may be a good fit for you, but she got to be God's fit. There's some people right there. There's some women I could have married that probably been a good fit. There's some men that my wife could have married that probably would have been a good fit, but it would have been God's fit, you know? 
I can still hoop in some size 14s, but I'm a size 13. I can still, I can maybe squeeze in a size 12, but it's best to hoop in a size 13. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It might be a good fit, but it has to be God's fit. I love y'all. I got to go. Hope y'all enjoyed the live, man. Uh, hope y'all learned something from the experience. Not, well, I'm not calling it experience. From the engagement. And um, check out my website, IamUnplugged.com, for more information about what I do. Books, card games, tools, resources, ways for you to support what I do. Hit the link in my uh, Instagram bio uh, for coaching, for card games, books, ways for you to support what I do here online on YouTube. Hit the description box below. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. I enjoyed it. I'll see y'all next time.